Hey guys, I'm Whitney. And I'm Kylie. Welcome to the Midwest Farm Wives Podcast, where we will be sharing all things motherhood, farming, faith, rural living, and so much more. So grab your favorite beverage of choice and come hang out with your two farm wife besties. We are so happy you are here with us. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Midwest Farm Wives Podcast, episode 83. There's a perfect time for everything. Ooh, good one. Thank you. I think I said it differently two minutes ago when we tried to record the first go at it. Um, I think it was a different title with the same words, but technology, yo. (laughs) Hi, how are you? Good. How are you? Delightful. Okay. Before we get started, I'm going to go throw back and do a review because we haven't done that in forever. Okay. Okay. Let's hear it. Okay. Uh, 10 out of 10 recommend with five stars. These girls are fantastic. I binged this podcast to get up to speed on all things littles, farm, family, and mom life. If you are not an ag or a farm wife, this is a great listen. These girls have shed so much light into my life and their podcast brings me so much joy. They don't hide their struggles and are real. Thank you so much, Whitney and Kylie, for being you and sharing the good, the bad, and the ugly with all of us. Thank you, B Reynolds 016. The the ugly. I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys actually should have been here when we tried to record a podcast last uh, week. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. It was last Monday. My kids were home. I was having a day. I think I was on my period. And I was moody and crabby. Rowan was screaming half the podcast. I was like muting on and off because he was just screaming bloody murder. I don't know if you remember. We had yeah, we had no we had no good content. Neither one of us were in the space. No. So we recorded just to record. And it is very clear today why we didn't like why we don't do that. We record when we feel inspired to record. And I think that's like the best part of our podcast is like, yeah, I understand it's not necessarily every two weeks or whatever. And I would love to be those people, but we're not. And we've accepted that. But like we tried hard last Monday and it was total trash, total junkie trash. We did actually try hard. And I had text Kylie like three days later and I said, I don't really know how you're feeling, but that was garbage. And I, I honestly do not feel called that we should post that. I feel like it would inspire zero people. We we weren't in a headspace that we probably should have even tried to record because clearly both of us were in a mood, which is real life. Okay. But you don't want to hear us when we're in those states. No, I mean, the point of the podcast is to be very real. And I feel like we are, but there's a way to be real and still impactful. And that was zero impact on anybody besides we were crabby B B words. (laughs) Yeah, we were. Yeah, so Whitney texted me and I didn't respond because hello, uh, toxic trade, never text back. And I finally was like, oh, yeah, it's totally great. Like, I completely agree. It was not great. And she was like, oh, good. I thought you were mad at me. <laughs> well, I say that. And then you don't answer for two days. And I'm thinking, all righty then. She's, she, she it loved it. <laughs> she loved it. And it's going on. And <laughs> it. it must have been okay. No, um, I didn't even pull it up. Like I downloaded it. It's on my computer somewhere. It will never to be listened to ever again. It needs to go to the little trash can on the bottom mm-hmm. right. Empty. Empty that trash can. So what okay. do you know this week? What's... What's up on the farm? What's up in life? Um, I'm just admiring my complexion. Not like my actual complexion, but I feel tan. Do I look tan? Yeah, and zip free. Uh, thank you. It's I changed my medicine. I'm looking a lot like my acne is getting a lot better, a lot more maintainable. Um, okay, on the farm, we finished planting two a couple weeks ago. 
Yes. Delightful. We've been very dry. I think we were listed in a D2 drought. There was this little sliver. Maybe we talked about it. Maybe it was on the podcast never to be heard of again. I don't know. It was. It, we were very um, Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> so we have gotten great, amazing, perfect rains. Like God is so good. Over the weekend, we went camping um, for Mother's Day weekend by ourselves, which was really nice. It's honestly the first camping trip since Rowan's been alive that it's been like, oh, this okay. is what it's like. We can do not that. be, yeah, we can, I felt very encouraged and very like, oh, this yeah, is Yeah, because so last year for you, it was exhausting. I remember you two years. It was exhausting to camp. Oh, we just wouldn't go. Like I was like, babe, you can go with the big kids because yep. we still wanted to give them that experience. And I was like, we'll come out, but we're coming back home to sleep because I'm tired of sleeping on the camper couch and being awake all night by myself and trying to keep a baby quiet in a camper. With no. other people trying to sleep. Yeah. Everybody's just older. It's easier. The kids slept on the bunks. So much good things. So we season. did that. A new season. You're right. There's a timing for everything. Um, but we got just an ass pounder of rain at the campsite, which is like 30 miles north of where we currently live and where all our farms are. We're talking like a beautiful downpour, no wind. Well, guess what? We got zero of that at home. And so Jordan and I were definitely feeling like, oh, that kind of stinks. Like we felt a little like discouraged and jaded, not really jaded, but you know how you always wish you had that rain. Like it passes you by and it's like, oh man, we didn't get any of that. And it's a little bit disheartening, you know, of everybody. I mean, of of anybody, you know, so well. It's so funny you say that because we had the same thing happen last week. So funny. So we had a storm roll through, which did bring tornadoes, which everybody, if you've been here a bit, I do not do tornadoes. But the first night we were supposed to get good rain, we got 0.20. Bart's brother, who lives south of us, where most of our farm is, got 0.03. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, don't. I just said, don't even read that from the gauge. That's not real life. It and everyone, like- everyone else, east and north, got two inches. And so, honestly, Bart and I both woke up that next morning, and we were both pissy. And I And I know why we were pissy. It was because we were bitter right? Like same thing you just said, discouraged, like what the heck, when is it going to be our turn? Mm -hmm. Well, I kind of put in the newsletter, which I've been on social media. So just so everyone knows, we did finally get rain that next night. We got 65. And then the two nights after that, we went to Denver to Monster Jam and we got another 20. So we are sitting at almost almost an inch finally. Okay. So it's so funny because after that happened to us, like in that same rain that hit the campground, it hit my mom and dad's house and it rained three inches in 45 minutes and it hit it our farms in Curryville. Oh my gosh. Insane flash flooding. Like my mom and dad's gravel road was bananas. It was destroyed. Um, our Curryville farms got hit. It tore up all our terraces. Like it got two inches in so fast. It flooded the office of our sow unit, like mm. so many bad things. So initially we're like, dang, we didn't get that rain. But then like you said, the tornadoes came with that storm. And for us, it was just like extreme flash flooding. And we didn't want that. Like we don't want all of that rain at once so fast. Well, then the next day on Mother's Day, it was not supposed to rain. We got this random six tens and it was this beautiful light shower. And then it stayed cool all of Monday. And then it rained another six tens overnight on Monday night. And so it's just really funny that we think, dang, we missed that. But then God gives us exactly what we were meant to have. Like if we were meant to have that two inch ass pounder again, so like Jordan keeps getting on to me because I call it an ass pounder and I'm like, there's no other word than what that was. Like that is exactly. <laughs> no, it's sorry. 
explicit that we didn't even talk about this and we both went through no. that exactly the same thing and you know we felt jaded we felt discouraged and yet it all worked out and yeah, i'm not saying it always works out but it, it does always work out rather let me rephrase it does always work out it just may not work out exactly how we would want in the immediate minute you know what i mean right it's so funny because seriously our farm south never gets anything like bart's brother's house that is three miles north of it could get an inch and it's like it just goes by us so we were out checking gauges you know we really didn't have anything else to do both in a shitty mood i'm like go check my gauge down there because of the rain and hail thing that i submit for i said i need to know what it got and we pull up and he's like i'm sure there's not even anything in it and i'm like bar i can see that it's almost to the inch and he's like no shit (laughs) so we get out and it's just like we already had in our mindset because Mm-hmm. of previous experiences that uh-huh. we just didn't get it again and we ended up I mean we had more on our south farm than we had at home so it worked out okay so this leads me into what we were going to talk about today and um I've been so you and I both have been in therapy in the past and like life coaching and stuff and just like really working through a lot of stuff in our past and trying to navigate like how to be the best version of ourselves in a way that like still holds true to our like religion and like just really digging into our faith and all of these things. And let me present this before you go on. If you feel a tiny pull at all to talk to someone other than someone in your family or your friends, please seek out therapy or life coaching. You can do it all online. Kylie and I are both all online. It's the most amazing thing that I've ever done for myself. Oh, I 10 out of 10 agree. And I, I had this, I'm going to definitely forget what I was going to say before. So try to bring me back to earth. No, you're fine. I want to go on this tangent too. Um, when I posted yesterday on Instagram, I was just like, Hey, you know, I'm not going to share all my dirty laundry with you, but I do share all my dirty laundry with a therapist. And it's like very life giving. You would be amazed at the people who said, I've been thinking about it. I've trying, I don't know where to start. And I would love to give out our therapist number, but I'm like, she'll just be bombarded. And I'm not going to do that. It's not practical for her to pick up all of these people, but there are options. I know that I can get on. So this is like a resource. So there's BetterHelp. There's another service out there that reached out to me a while back to do like a promotional thing, but it's a BetterHelp type service that's certified. It's got all people who, I mean, they're like licensed therapists. You can actually um, just Google like online therapy near me. Or right. And if you have, I don't even know where our therapist lives, to be honest, but it's not she's near in, me. She's in Texas. Yeah. yeah she's not near Texas. me. But, um, some are only certified in your state. So like, there's definitely some boundaries. Ours is not like ours is therapists, like, but like psychiatrists are different than therapists. And, um, anyways, you can look even, I know we have United healthcare. And so if you have a normal health plan, you can actually get on your web shop or like where you look at all of your, what is it called? Like your dashboard. Yeah, your dashboard. That's a good word for it. And you can type in like therapist near me and they like our shows virtual in person. It shows all of these options. And sure, you don't know exactly what they like if the, if you're going to vibe with them. But there I'm are so many resources. No idea. Exactly. And a lot of times it's just taking the step to do it and getting un- uncomfortable. Um, I remember my first one. I was so nervous. So, so nervous. But I remember prefacing it with her like this was was it two years ago or a year ago? I don't remember. We were like, I started last fall. I was also fall because it was harvest and it was depressing as hell. And I remember, Mm -hmm. I remember complaining to Bart 
and I and I kept saying this place sucks like saying like living here in this in this climate sucks and he, he finally told me one day I'm gonna be completely honest with you he's like you're usually the positive reinforcement in my life and you are really really bringing me down and I'm like shit I have to change you're, something. You're you're actually not doing that for me right now. Right. right. And I'm like, I have to be able to talk to someone that isn't him about the hard things that we're both going through. And so yeah. I remember reaching out and like the first one, I just like dumped everything and I'm like, so sorry. <laughs> sorry about that hour. And then like more stuff kept popping up that like was deeper down that I didn't realize actually bothered me as bad as I mm. as it does or did. So it was good. Yeah, I'm working. Really- Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I apologize. No, that's all I had. I'm working through EMDR, which is like an eye movement desensitization. Like I'm basically reshaping some memories that have shaped in my past, which is very weird and like emotional. But it's the same thing. I'm making the connections, and I'm frustrated right now in therapy just because I'm like almost there to make some connections of some things that like I know what's in the box. I know what like his bot. I know like the the different things, but I can't figure out yet how they all connect. And I'm like so close. I'm frustrated because I know what's in there. I just don't know how to put the pieces to- of the puzzle together yet. And so, um, just like you said, when you apologize to your therapist, um, I find myself doing that, and and she re- reassures me that I don't have to apologize because that's like the place to say those things and get them out on the table. And a lot of times we're just bottling things up inside of us, and then the way that our brain shapes them makes them more extreme or more one-sided or not tr- fully true than what they were in the moment. Um, and sometimes just getting that off your chest feels so good. Correct. Correct. Because every time um, I talk to you, I don't want to dump on you either. You're going well, through your own stuff. I don't your mom want- or your dad or your brother or your best friend. conversation you and I have to be negative. So it's, it's just a place that you can go to be negative because that's what you pay these people to do is like hear your problems, help you with tools in your toolbox to get out of those problems or work through them. Yep. Okay. You need to go back to you were going to talk about timing. Uh, okay. Oh, so there's a perfect time for everything. So we had already mentioned that our podcast on Monday that we recorded last Monday was total trash and we didn't share it. Um, there's a reason for that because we're going to make an impact with today's podcast. And I am a firm believer that everything happens for a reason. And so if I even look back at my personal journey of where I, how I got to like be a house of color consultant or an influencer in agriculture, if you can even call me that and how you got to do cultivating courage or cultivate like all of these things, how did we get to where we were? And what it is, it's God's intricate timing in our lives of putting these pieces into place at the right time, at the right moment, in order for us to get to where we were right now. And so there's things happening in our lives right now that will impact what we do a week from now, a month from now, two two months from now, two years from now. And it might feel ugly or uncomfortable as it stands right now, but it is the stepping stone that we need to get to the next version, to get to the next thing, to get to the next thing. And so I specifically remember this time in my life when I really struggled uh, the last two years. And um, <laughs> two years, like for a very long time right now, no. Um, and I just kept going. I just kept going. And I couldn't understand why all of this stuff was happening to me. You know, we have that victim mentality occasionally where it's like, why me? 
mm-hmm. with the rain. Why me? Why us? Um, it's happening to us all for a reason. And when I went, um, you guys, a lot of you know my story. I um, am on a anti-anxiety medication. I have generalized anxiety disorder. I don't share that a lot because it is a little, I mean, I'm not ashamed of it by any means, but it's not something I'm like, hi, I'm Kylie and I have generalized anxiety disorder. But um, before, when I was 10 months postpartum, I screamed at my mom in the car and that was like that one moment while I was driving to my doctor to have my six month or my like yearly annual exam all of that had to happen in that order or I would have talked myself out of asking for help. Seriously, I was just thinking when you said that, can you imagine your life today if you hadn't or are not still on some sort of medicine to help you with that? You would well, still be in the same place. I w- it would be horrible. I would be horrible. Like, I don't know if Jordan, I, I don't know. I don't know what would happen. I don't know if you'd be doing House of Color. Like, there's so much well, that, that changed your life when you finally decided that you weren't able, you weren't to, able do to do it by yourself. Oh my gosh. This sweet girl messaged me today. Um, and I'll see if I can find it as I talk here, but she's an Enneagram eight also. And she was like, therapy is the best thing I've ever done for myself as an Enneagram eight. I didn't realize until, you know, a certain point that I couldn't do it all myself. You know what I mean? Like it was just, Oh, here. Amen. As a seven, as a seven, I'm like, no, I can be positive pants and I can get like, you know what? Any sevens out there? Yeah. You probably understand that. No, I'm, I'm stronger than therapy. The thing is you're lying to yourself. You ain't. (laughs) You ain't. And therapy, I've told several people therapy. I did not do therapy because I have some deep rooted, terrible childhood past. It has nothing to do with that. It's because of how my mind perceives present day things kind of well, like the anxiety ridden stuff that I overthink things that aren't my reality. Right. So then my truth is very different from what my mind takes in and continues to tell me. And part of that is how your past was shaped, but it doesn't mean that you had a bad past. Right. I wasn't like abused or, you know, anything. It's not, you don't right. have to be traumatized to do therapy. Yeah. And trauma is just such an interesting word anyway. Um, so I, I'll share the story with you and I don't know if this particular female listens to the podcast, but I had a girl in here, um, house of color continues to like humble me and God continues to show why I'm doing what I'm doing. Um, no matter whether it be agricultural influencing or like growing that community online, I've continued to wonder as I've grown that community, like, what am I offering? And a lot of it is just community com- companionship, um, inspiring, encouraging, even though I don't always find myself the most encouraging person out there. Um, but I had someone in my studio and she was had a little baby and um, she was four months postpartum. And I could just tell that she was a little bit vacant. And I, I literally, as I looked at her, I was like, you're me. Mm-hmm. You are me two years ago. And so she got in the chair and we were visiting and you could tell she was just a little emotional about um, this or that. And and I kind of like started to dig because you know my Kylie way. I'm like, oh, let's talk about it. Let's just talk about it and let's get it all out there. I'm a very um, extroverted processor. So if you and I fight and you're mad about something, please just tell me because I'd rather know than you to just be mad. Like I'll never know otherwise. I need you to tell me. And so she starts to talk and as she gets done, she goes and sits over in the other chair in my studio and I got on my hands and knees 
and I said, I feel that God is telling me to tell you this. And this is for all you moms out there who are struggling with postpartum. Like, Your postpartum can be three and four years later too. It does not have to be months. Right. But you don't have to struggle how you're struggling if it's that, if it's bad. Like you don't have to, you don't have to do it all by yourself. You don't have to not want to go back home or be like, like you want to, you want with everything in your body to be, go back home and but to be around that baby or that kid or that family or that job. And there's a, the other part of you that says, absolutely not. I don't want to go back home because I can't handle it anymore. Um, I, there's, it's okay to not want to go to sleep at night, even though you desperately need sleep because you're, you know, that you're just going to get up every hour. Like there's so many things in motherhood that they don't talk to you about. And so she, she was me two years ago and I just wanted to hold her and say, like, if I can help you in any way. And honestly, that's why I share my story. And so it feels like God has given me this full circle moment. And I'm not just talking about her because she, she was delightful. Like she was a wonder, like she didn't say, she didn't sit in my studio and cry. I just like was getting this vibe from her that like, I am going, I'm like literally ahead of you by two years. Let you me tell you. Somebody, you wanted somebody to say that to you, but you didn't. Oh my gosh. Like that. Oh my gosh. I didn't have anybody to sit down with me and say like, you, it doesn't have to be like this, like this right now. Right. Um, Cause I didn't know any better. I had two other kids, but it was never like that. No one right. sat down with me and said, oh, you don't have to struggle this, this freaking hard. Life shouldn't be this hard. Life shouldn't no. be like this. So rainbow at the end of that storm, there is. And I'm just like, so glad she came. She was here. I'm so glad that she was exactly how she was the day that she was here. I'm so glad that I felt the calling to just have a conversation with her outside of like house of color things. And I think that that's like this, again, a full circle moment where God's saying like, you were actually meant to share your experiences so that someone else feels not necessarily better. Like, oh, my life was so bad or this was right. so bad for me. So it's better for you. But like, there is a missing component of community or connection. And right. so whether it be ag influencing or sharing online or house of color or friendship with you or, or cultivating courage or whatever that is, a lot of times we get put in a place at a certain time because it's exactly what we needed to do or hear. And it just feels like I'm finally starting to connect those dots of like, no matter what I'm doing, I'm still on this mission to like encourage people to live their most colorful, full life. For sure. I don't know. I'm sorry. That was like a Ted talk. I just lectured oh, and I don't good. know if I made a point or not, but was good. I was in a life coach session. Uh, my friend Kayla, our friend Kayla, Joseph Yak is becoming a life coach, which she is like, talk about God's timing. She is, she is very good at it. And I'm like her guinea pig. And so we had a session and I honestly didn't think we were going to talk about what we talked about, but I told Kylie before the podcast that I have really bad anxiety while I'm pregnant because I feel like the only things I see are bad things happening to other mm -hmm. pregnant people. And it's really hard because I told Kayla this. I said, I know my truth, but I see other people's reality and I don't, I don't disassociate those things. And so then I get in my head and, and she did, we talked about things that I'm, that I was nervous about or like things that have bothered me before. And I just said, I'm really this is so petty, but I said, I'm so upset that I am. I was at my heaviest getting pregnant this time than I've ever been. And with Rowdy, I was at my smallest. And she said, but Whitney, 
you have to flip your page. And she said, do you think that you could have gotten pregnant if you would have lost 20 pounds or 10 pounds? She said, you had so much hormonal stuff that maybe God wanted you to have 10 extra pounds so that you had the body that could hold a baby. And Because honestly, I honestly don't know how I got pregnant because my hormones are so jacked, were so jacked. Like I, I had no testosterone. I had no estrogen. I had no progesterone. You're working on those things at least. I mean, like you yeah. had been actively working on. It's probably yeah. why you weren't pregnant six months ago or six right. Months and before. and so I distinctly remember crying in the shower after my pituitary glands scare. Yeah, because they're like, there's a chance that you could not ever have kids again just because of like what this is and what it'll do to your like your pituitary gland controls a bunch of hormones. And so it's like you have to be on hormone replacement. And I remember crying in the shower like, I didn't feel done. I didn't feel done having kids. And then cultivating courage, I ended up pregnant. It's like, like you said, God's timing is, it's impeccable. Even though, even though in the midst of the hard, you're like, where are you? I've prayed for Why me? Yeah, I've prayed for the same things over and over. Like where, when are you going to answer them? It's like, there's blessings outside of every unanswered prayer. There's things happening in your life. You're growing. Things around you are happening that you you don't let yourself see because that one prayer isn't answered. So 10 out of 10 agree with you. We are going to talk about the Candace Cameron Bure podcast, which at the beginning I was like, we're not going to talk about that. But I'm still listening to it actively. It's the one that I've been called to listen to. I usually open up my podcast app and I have a handful that I've downloaded and I, um, I'm i like, oh, no, 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 Hers no, no. This one a, a spot on for me. Yeah. And so I'm in the second season and yesterday I listened to a podcast that talked about the um, book of Joshua and they were talking about courage and just like the timing of everything, kind of like what we're talking about here, but in their own way. And there was a verse called Joshua chapter one, verse nine says, be strong and of good courage. We've all probably heard that. Um, That's not the whole, that's not the whole verse. It is be strong and of good courage. Be not frightened, neither be dismayed for the Lord. Your God is with you wherever you go. And did you know that's the verse that, created cultivating courage no be strong oh my gosh yes it is isn't that weird (laughs) hey spooky just saying no i didn't know that um so that was on my podcast yesterday and i that's what caught my attention like i listened to the whole thing occasionally i have a hard time retaining information because i'm continually consuming information well then this morning guess what in my Bible app on the way to drop Rowan off at daycare i was listening to it and what are we reading we're reading joshua chapter one which again, I had not put two and two together that that was like the verse that they were talking about. I just like the be strong and of good courage caught my attention. Well, then here we are listening to Father Mike um, and he rattles off this verse and then starts to talk about it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, okay. I feel like this is what we need to talk about. Be strong and of good courage. And what we talked, they talked about today on my Bible podcast was that the it talked a lot about timing and about how we forget in the times of bad or in the times of good, the faithfulness of the Lord in the other times of our life. Like we can have a lesson and we can learn it, but the next time it comes around and another lesson is to be learned, we forget the goodness of the Lord. I don't know. I know this is not a Bible podcast and I feel like we're heavy relying on it, but it does feel like what we should talk about today. And I think that's very faithful women. Well, and I think that like that was very voodoo and the fact that now third, the third time in a row, this this particular verse is you said cultivating courage has been created on this verse. Like, are you kidding me? 
Also, you're going to die when you hear the quote today. We're vibing today. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I just want to tell you guys you're welcome for not posting last week's and waiting. (laughs) It's magic. Timing is perfect. This is magic. Um, I don't know. Like I cannot even, I can't even quantify what the point is of all of this and why I'm saying all of this, but maybe for some reason it'll connect with you as a listener. (laughs) Be strong and of good courage. Um, Father Mike said the, 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 the word courage. I don't know. Let me look it up. And so the version in my Bible is be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Hmm. Both very okay. good. So it's courage. The word courage originated in Latin and it was, um, it says core. Like that's the C-O-R is the origin word. And that means heart. And so Father Mike today talked about if you're discouraged, you have like you lose lose heart or less heart, like you, your heart is lessening. And then if you're encouraged, it's growing. And so when we think about being like discouraged and all of those times that we are discouraged, uh, motherhood, business, last week with the rain, husband, rain, um, farming, whatever that is, we're losing heart and we're losing faithfulness and we're losing that courage. But God specifically says like, be strong and of good courage. And you guys know that Whitney and I are going to have to go back and listen to episode 83 again in two weeks when we're like, we've forgotten and we're discouraged and we need to be encouraged. Um, I feel like that's what this is here for. That's what cultivating courage is for. That's what our platforms are for is there to say, we make mistakes too, but like, let's bring us back. Oh, I'm getting chills. (laughs) I actually am so hormonal. I almost cried when you were talking a little bit ago, but my allergies are just kicking in. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Yep. God is good always, even when he's not answering the specific prayer that you are praying, even if you've prayed it a million times. He hears it. He knows. This book, Matthew Kelly, they send out, I don't know who sends these out, but if you're Catholic, you probably are getting Matthew Kelly books for free in the mail. Um, and this one is called the biggest lie in the history of Christianity. I started reading it back when I was at, um, doing adoration for church one day. I just finally finished it. It's only a hundred pages. It's very, very quick. But one thing that he says in this book, the biggest lie in the history of Christianity is that we can't create holy moments. Um, or that like holy moments, like we basically brush them off as if, um, it's too big of a deal for us as tiny little humans to do. And it talks a lot about like the factors of multiplication that if we do a holy moment and and by holy moment, that means like something kind for someone else, something so small. And that if all Christians started to do little kind moments, the domino effect of that would just be like amazing. Um, So the book's great. Again, hundred pages. I recommend it. But he said, and I, and I'm always on the lookout for like how to pray. Cause I feel like I say, I'm going to pray for you. And then I literally turn around that second and go, Lord, pray for Whitney. I don't have a good like method of like sitting down and like, I I mean, we always say that our father in the Hail Mary and like the way that we pray first. And then we're like, Lord, thank you. We say like our graciousness um, and how much we're grateful for things. And then we, I usually, if we have asks, then we ask after that. And this particular um, chapter, and I'm going to read this prayer to you. Um, Sorry, this is the Kylie show today. (laughs) We're fine. It was a prayer of transformation. So he said in this book, he said, if you want to pray something every single day, pray for a prayer of transformation. And so the prayer of transformation, um, basically, like if you wanted to see miracles, pray a prayer of transformation. If you would like to see miracles in your own life, prayer of transformation. For others, prayer of transformation. 
So this is the one he shares with us. Lord, here I am. I trust that you have an incredible plan for me. Transform me, transform my life. Everything is on the table. Take what you want to take and give what you want to give. I make myself 100% available to you today. Transform me into the person you created me to be so I can live a life you envisioned for me at the beginning of time. I hold back nothing. I am 100% available. Lead me, challenge me, encourage me, and open my eyes to all your possibilities. Show me what it is you want me to do, and I will do it. Amen. Very good. Will you send me a screenshot of that? I will. It's like a two-page. I'm actually going to write it out, so I'll type it out for you. But um, the interesting part is that in this book, and honestly, what I was listening, what I think about in my own life is we just try to like make these tiny little prayers to fix little things when we're not actually willing to be like opened up and transformed. We also overcomplicate a lot. No it kidding. It doesn't need to be overcomplicated. No. But I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to copy that just for myself and try to copy it until I can start to really remember a lot more just from memory what that says, just because right. it feels so. It feels good in a lot of ways. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Send me that, please. Thank you. Okay. Okay. What else? That was good. I feel good. Me too. I'm Post gonna it. <laughs> I'm not going to text you to. I'm not going to no, text gonna... you to scratch this one. No heavens, no. If we do, I'm not. It's going. It's a... Um. Okay. You have a, you have a quote. Go ahead and just give me chills again. I'm sweaty. I actually. do, and I found this before we even talked this morning. You did. You're like I'm screenshotting this so I don't have to fumble around. I did. Be relentless and hope. When disappointment comes, when things go wrong, we must hold on to faith that there's more to come for us. Okay, I can't even. <laughs> Someone's going to listen to this. This is going to change their life. It changed. It's changed my life. Like I feel like it's. I just feel very good. I do too. Okay, I love you. Love you. Thank you, guys. Later. We sure appreciate all of you listening today. You can follow us on Instagram at farmwifeguru and at Kylie Epperson underscore. Be sure to follow or subscribe to Midwest Farm Wives podcast on your favorite podcast streaming app. And remember, every day may not be good, but there is some good in each day. Stay grateful, friends.